Welcome to another episode of Kiss My Mic. Our theme this month is Homecoming to share stories about reunions, reconnections, and stories about home. My guest today is a friend of mine from North Carolina, my new home. He is an actor, and we've worked together on the short film The Perfect Couple. Ladies and gentlemen, James Lee Frank. Hi, Mike, how are you? I'm good, James. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm doing great. Pleasure to have you on the show, James. Okay, so let's uh, get started. Um, my first question, let's talk about The Perfect Couple. So the short film, right? So um, what was your impression or first reaction when you first read the script and also when you first learned about the role that you will be playing? I have to go back a little bit because this was in 2021 where I think mm -hmm. personally you had a explosion of creativity. So I got to read the script and I thought, wow, this is really, really good. And then to find <laughs> out you actually wanted me in the role as a senator, Senator Weber, uh, I was just thrilled and, and very thankful, too. Yes, and you did a, an amazing job, James. Tell us what your take was on the role of Senator Rufus Weber. Well, he was not a likable guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically Donald Trump that was also <laughs> a homophobe. I mean, it was just a horrible person. <laughs> um, more dedicated to his reputation than he was to his own family. A very self-centered mm -hmm. individual. That's how that was my take on him. That is an interesting take, uh, James. So, how did you prepare for for the role? And also, um, are there any parts of of Senator Weber that resonate with you? Great question. I it really was sort of the the. The thrill of it was trying to play someone opposite of your own views. But I still wanted mm -hmm. to come across as likable in a way because as the character, you don't think you're a bad guy. It's But you're portraying that mm -hmm. to others through your actions. Um, and to get ready for the role, I basically just had to get in the mindset of, you know, I have a son. And I love my son mm -hmm. to death. But this guy mm -hmm. held his career above the love of his son. And I, I couldn't comprehend that because of my son and how I feel. But, you know, I came across as hopefully you'll see when they watch the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about your acting journey. What was it like for you? How did you get started in this industry? Well, it's a, it's a long story, so I'll try to shorten it for time's sake. But uh, I had a massive heart attack at the age of 46. And I had been mm -hmm. in banking my whole career before that. Now, mm -hmm. when I came to and the fog lifted, I decided I'm just going to do something creative. I had always wanted to be an actor. I figured, let me take some classes and see what it's like. And also to help me memorize things. 
Um, so that was part of it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was really to tap into that creative side that I had let do- get dormant for all those years. Yeah. And it was such a big moment for you, right? You know, you know, having to discover that and, and, and really decide to follow your, your passion after what happened to you, which is pretty tra- traumatic and it must have been so, so difficult. Um, so what are some of the, you know, now that you've been doing this for a while? Yeah. So what are some of the takeaways or insights that, you know, you have come across, you know, in some of your projects? Well, one of the things, obviously, as an actor, we always want to get work. I mean, we want to mm-hmm. act. We want to do what we're, we're, we want to do. And I use some of my banking background to just do, <laughs> make it a numbers game. Like, how many auditions do I have to do to get one role? How many applications do I have to do to get an audition? And I'm willing yeah. to do 100 auditions. So how many applications is that? You know, a thousand? I mean, it's hard to find a thousand. A thousand, yeah. You know, I became very lucky when I first got out of training and all of that. I applied for a role in a movie. And they said, Mm -hmm. you know, we liked what you did for the role of this one character. But we can you do you mind reading for another character? And I said, sure, absolutely. And I got the other role, the role I wasn't looking for. And this was a mm-hmm. movie that's actually been in movie theaters. And it was mm-hmm. one of the first roles I actually had. So that was amazing to actually be on the big screen as a supporting actor so quickly after getting out of training to be an actor. Yeah. Um, very lucky. That's good. And I think your perspective is really important, right? I think it's applicable to many different career paths as well, right? If you think of it in terms of opportunities and really doing the work and looking at, especially in acting, you know, like the business side of things and the numbers, yeah. Um, with that attitude, you know, you can never go wrong, right? You you have your idea of what success looks like. And, you know, it, it doesn't mean that 100% of the time it's all a major hit. Of course, we want it to be that way. Right. Um, but, you know, speaking of speaking of success, I know you you, you mentioned about the movie um, that you, you filmed, um, you know, where you, you were cast, you know, in a role that you didn't originally um, want or apply for. Um, so I guess the question is... Um, what does that success look like to you as an actor? It, it looks like basically if you have fulfilled the idea that the the writer and the director have in mind, if you're able to portray what they want from you, I think that's the success. Of course, we bring our own ideas and our own memories and actions into the fold but i'm i really just try to please the 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 vision of the scriptwriter and the director because that's very important that bond between all three mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think that's such a, a very artist view right so that that to me james is a sign that 
you're really passionate and true to your your craft as an actor because that's how you see success. It's truly about conveying that that story and you know based on how it's written by the writer, the vision of the director, and then you um, adding your your um, you know thoughts on it as well as an actor. That's a good. You should trademark that, James. You know, you're a trifecta, <laughs> right? Uh, and you know, um, you don't always hit the mark when you're trying it. But what I'd like to think of myself as being coachable, so that if mm-hmm. I don't take it personally, if they don't like something I've done or they want me to do it five different ways, I'll do it because that's all part of the process. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And that is, you're right, it is part of the process. And that's also the power of collaborating with other exactly. individuals who are bringing in their own strengths, you know, strength as a director, uh, strength as, you know, as, as an actor, sometimes even producers to have a say, right? <laughs> right, right. But, you know, th- to have that, to have that open mind, I think is, it's really, really good, good, um, you know, skill and also just, you know, like attitude in general. So, um, James, Based on the projects that you've done so far, do you have any favorites aside from the perfect couple, of course? (laughs) In all honesty, my experience with the perfect couple was probably my favorite. Um, And I'll tell Uh, you why. Nice. Yeah. I was really immersed into the Filipino community and their traditions through the script. Mm-hmm. But when I got to meet the cast, especially some of the mm-hmm. nighttime filming we did, I got a sense and feeling yeah. of family. And I hadn't had that feeling mm-hmm. from any other shoot or film. It was really just, I, I'm still friends with a few of the actors and actresses uh, from the movie. We still talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like I was yeah. welcomed. Even though my character wasn't liked, I hope that I was. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you, definitely, you know. Yeah. No, you definitely are. I mean, you know, um, definitely, you know how important it is to us as a community to push forward with this film. And for me as a writer as well, to to have exactly. this story out there. And so your participation in it and your support, you know, it's just just so amazing to to have that. And I can't wait for people to see the final product. Um, so a little bit more about your acting um, uh, acting career, James. So, you know, um, what about dream roles? I think a dream role for me would be to maybe be a detective or an officer mm-hmm. or something on a crime show on television. To be a re- an actual member mm-hmm. of a cast on one of the crime shows mm-hmm. that are on TV, like being a steady working actor on a series um, where you have steady yeah. employment, a steady check mm-hmm. and a steady role. Yeah. Yep. But in the meantime, I'm very happy with how things are turning out. I've done a handful of commercials Um a few short films, a couple of feature films, and uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm very humbled by it all. I, you know, it doesn't doesn't yeah. go that way for everybody, and I'm aware of that. So, 
I, I do yeah. try to no, that's help good. along the way as well. I, I try to lift others up with me. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Um, yeah, I think the let me let me just go back to your um, your vision, right? So let's let's make sure we manifest that, and we we you know we can't wait to see you on those shows, you know, like you know crimes like CSI or NCIS. Right. Right. You know, you got Detective Lee Frank over here, so. What draws you to those kind of roles? Uh, it's the sometimes it's a little bit of a swagger to it. To the characters, mm-hmm. have a little bit of a swagger that I like uh, because yeah. I'm not really like that in real life. I don't really have a swagger, mm-hmm. but you know, being able to portray that would be very interesting to me. And also, all the jargon. Uh, the language they use, yeah. and, and you can you can show a lot of emotion in those roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I have to disagree that you have a swagger, James. So people <laughs> that no, don't know you, <laughs> you know, you got to see that uh, from James pretty soon. Um, so so next question, James. Um, yes. So we're both in North Carolina. And North Carolina has a, a small but really, you know, thriving community. You know, we have Wilmington, we have Charlotte. So how would you describe, you know, the acting environment here? And what do you like about living in this beautiful state, right? Uh, we're located basically 150 miles from the ocean and the mountains. So mm-hmm. in terms of nature, it's beautiful. You, you can go in either direction and find some solitude or peace with, with nature. But besides that, um, North Carolina had a much greater impact in acting than it did in the recent years, but it's coming back. Um, a lot of the acting mm-hmm. went to Georgia and Atlanta, which where I, I have acted, but Charlotte is a great place for acting and for filming and they have studios and the infrastructure to make movies is there already. Um, and I'm actually working on a project now that will be filmed in Charlotte and it's a series, um, which is great. I get to play a lawyer, which again, I hate lawyers, but I play him too. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, I, I shouldn't it's say so I funny, hate like, lawyers, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything more you can talk about that project? You know, like uh, you yeah, know, when would, um, could people, you know, maybe Sharon see that? Terry. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Sharon Terry uh, is the writer and director of the episodes, and it's all based on the books she's written called "The Goddess," and it's. Mm-hmm has a little bit of a mafia background and some uh, different groups at odds. So they're, they're struggling mm-hmm. to, to fight each other. And I'm the lawyer for one of the mafia osos. And <laughs> so I'm kind of not a straight laced lawyer. I know things are going on. Um, so it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's really interesting. You know, it's so interesting that, you know, you got the senator role and the lawyer role, you know, the detectives. Um, so what is that one role? I mean, we talked about dream, you know, that's a dream role. But what about 
something that you think would be like the most challenging to you? I mean, I know those are challenging as well, but like, no, uh, yeah. you know, it's, I think will you it be open be... to some of those roles, James? Oh, absolutely. I, I'd be open <laughs> to anything. I, I think more dramatic roles would be something I would dream about doing where literally if I can break down in tears over something completely horribly sad mm-hmm. would be a challenge. But, you know, to delve a little bit deeper into my own emotions. Yeah, that's good. It's 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 so interesting to hear that, um, you know, not just from an actor, but but from a father and from from a man, right? Really to talk about emotions because it's it's very rare when we actually see men who are attuned to their emotions, right? Um, so yeah, do you have any other thoughts on that? You know, James, especially because you have kids, right? Right, and you know, I have a, a kind of a very well-rounded experience growing up. I had a lot of bad things and good things happen. So I have a lot of memories that I can always pull from and put them into my characters, good or bad. You know, I've experienced Mm -hmm. life. Uh, I'm not a young guy Mm -hmm. anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He just turned 32, by the way. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Should have shaved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you just shaved, shaved this morning. No, but that's good because I was actually going to ask you the next question was about your process as an actor. So it sounds like you really, uh, you know, dive deep into your emotions and your experiences. Anything else that you could add to that in terms of how you, you know, prepare as an actor? The the most important, not the most important, but one of the biggest things for me is the memorization of your lines to where Mm -hmm. it's muscle memory, where you know your lines Mm -hmm. backwards, frontwards, upside down, because you may think you know your lines and all of a sudden there's 30 people around you and the lights go on and they say action. Yeah. Where where are those words at? I used to have in my head. So once you get to the point where you have the muscle memory for the for your lines, then you can get into the character more, you know, emphasizing mm-hmm. words here and there. You you know the process yourself. Um, and yeah. if I may say, having classes and training with you, you're a heck of an actor yourself. Um, <laughs> I think, Thanks, I think everybody yep. needs to know <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the blog appreciate the blog so what about um so let's talk about the holistic you know process of acting right i mean there's so many good things that we've talked about already you talk about that challenge of memorization what other things do you find challenging about it so if we flip it on the challenges aspect of it what else would you say you know are the the most challenging aspects of acting uh, it, it, one of them is to block out all distraction. Um, you may mm-hmm. have had a horrible morning, your family's yelling mm-hmm. at you, whatever, and you have to put that aside and do your job and, and really maintain your character, even when everything around your personal life might be a tornado, you know? <laughs> So there's a challenge Mm -hmm. there to just stay focused. 
through the process, yeah. you know. That's good. That's a good advice. And that's almost applicable to anything too, right? You know, Absolutely. Just, there's so many distractions. Yeah, there's so many distractions around us and, you know, trying to stay focused, you know, definitely is a help. Um, you have any other advice to other young actors out there you are starting their careers? You know, I, you know, are your kids interested in acting? My my son actually already has an agent. <laughs> he's oh, he's cool. nineteen, yeah. and uh, he's like yeah. a bodybuilder and all these things. He's a wonderful yeah. kid. Looks like uh, I, I don't know. Looks more like the mailman than me, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but the only advice I would have is. <sighs> The reason I'm an actor, I can only speak for myself, is to be creative. Mm -hmm. It's to tap into that creative mm -hmm. side, the emotional side, the human condition. And that's my goal. My goal isn't necessarily I want to be well-known and famous. It's the process, mm -hmm. the process itself of getting into the character, of acting. So my advice to a younger person would be, Fall in love with the craft. The rest will follow if it's mm -hmm. meant to be. And also, always put yourself in a position to be lucky. You can't just wait for something to fall mm -hmm. in your lap. You've got to make the effort and the put yep. in the work. Yeah, absolutely. Nuggets, you know, dropping gold. And yeah, it can't just, you know, magically appear in front of you. So that's that's amazing. That's that's great, James. James, it's been really great to hear from you, hear about your stories, hear about your thoughts on acting. Um, you know, there's a lot of exciting things, you know, the perfect couple included. Um, you know, tell us how else can people support you? Well, I think they need to go see the perfect couple when it comes out. That's number one, because <laughs> we both yep. I think are very uh invested in the success of that show and <laughs> yes uh it's just resonated mm -hmm. with me so much the experience that i hope everybody will get a chance to view it and uh, really take it in there's a lot of nuance to the story and uh it's it was mm -hmm. wonderful to be part of it too so i thank you for that absolutely and thank you and james i should have said this in the intro aside from uh, portraying the role he's one of our producers as well so so we're all you know working on this on the production side on the business side as well to make sure that it gets seen by as many people as possible Absolutely. so um any other final thoughts james that you wanted to share to you know everyone i had a question for you oh okay <laughs> what is sure next? let's do it what is next for you i you've done a book you have written a script. You have made a movie all in a year. What is 2022? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, 2022 for me, I think, is uh, continuing on the journey. So, you know, right now I'm back to podcasting again. I took a little bit of a break. But, you know, when I first, my, my first recording this time around, it just hit me once again that, you know what? I love doing this. I want to be doing this, you know, for, for a long, 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 long time. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of podcasting. That's great. Um, I'm working on another book. Yeah, on the second book right now. 
which All is right. a children's book. So, um, you know, I'm in the stage of working with an illustrator and then pursuing either a traditional path, finding an agent and, you know, and maybe other options as well. And then, of course, we're going to be busy with the perfect couple. So we want to make sure that the perfect couple is seen in as many places as possible. We want to turn that into something even bigger than that. So it could be, you know, we want to make sure that it's it's seen by important people as well who could really make additional investment. It really does have the potential to be a feature film, to be much longer. Um, the potential yeah. is there. And, and I see it. We've seen it. Um, and I've read it through yeah. your script. I wanted more. You know, I wanted more. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It's just a phenomenal job. I appreciate that, buddy. So. Yeah, it, it, thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, I can't wait to, to you know, kind of do more as well, with, not just with a perfect couple, you know, in terms of what, what's out there, but in terms of sharing stories, right, about the Filipino-American experience, about yes. my experience as an LGBTQ right. uh, member. I think there's just so much over there. And same with you. I mean, you talked about, you know, your, your life in banking, your... um like the, the the life event that happened to you, you know, suffering that, you know, having gone through heart attack and now with your passion and, you know, pursuing that creative, I think there's a lot as well that you can share to the world. So we can't yeah. wait to, to see more of you, James. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate your, your kindness and uh, you're a very generous, of course, creative Glenn. person. And I appreciate that. Sounds good. All right. So I think, um, you know, thanks so much, James. Thanks to everyone for listening and, you know, look forward to, uh, you know, to our short film, hopefully, you know, coming up soon. Thanks, everybody.